0: Welcome, everybody, to Amateur Radio Roundtable. I'm Tom, W5KUB, and this show is all about ham radio, amateur radio, and even shortwave listening. And if you're a shortwave listener out there listening on International Shortwave tonight on WBCQ 7490, we would love to hear from you. Uh, please send us an email and let us know where you are and how you're hearing the station. Uh, you can send that email to Tom at w 5 kub dot com tom at w5kub.com we'll invite everybody to join our facebook group we've got a great facebook group that follows this uh, this group and uh, it's all about ham radio and shortwave electronics Uh, just type in uh, w5kub in facebook and then i pull it up or if you want to type a long name you can type in amateur radio roundtable and it'll bring you the same place so Please, uh, please go on our Facebook group. We've got about 13,000 hams in that group now, and it's growing every day. Uh, we're probably rejecting about 100 people per day uh, just because they're not answering the questions or uh, they're a little, uh, you know, they, uh, uh, they just don't meet the, uh, the mold for what we think might be legitimate people. So there's a lot every day to try to get into the show here, and we, we watch that. Uh, or try to get into the Facebook group, uh, if you will. Hit that uh, subscribe button down there. Uh, I put that subscribe button on there a few months ago, and uh, would love for you to hit that. That helps us to get YouTube to uh, promote our show. So uh, please hit that subscribe button right there, and if you if you will hit the um, hit the notify button, and when we come on. Uh, uh, it'll notify you that we're coming on and a lot of times we may come on during the middle of the week with something special or something new so uh hit that uh if you will uh well it's tonight it's just uh it's just um me and glenn we're just uh we're gonna try to hold down the shop tonight and uh uh do the best we can and uh i uh, i just got back uh just a couple hours ago i uh, i went with our church group up to my hometown they went uh and had uh, lunch at um, a little famous uh cafe up in my hometown and uh, uh, i went with them uh, they were the senior group i wasn't a senior i i feel like i'm a junior you know so but i went with them and we had a lot of fun up here and getting to see my hometown and Actually, when he drove the little bus around, I got to kind of be like the, uh, you know, the the narrator. You know, this is where I lived, and this is where I lived, and this is where I lived, or you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, we had uh, we had a lot of fun there today. So, uh, Glenn, how, how are you doing today, man? Well, I actually went back to work for the first
1: time since essentially Dayton, and uh, did absolutely nothing. You know, occupied my cubicle, made it look good. And, uh, but, uh, I have been going just flat out working on the next book and projects and my Huntsville forum. Um, I've got a, a lot of things in the iron in the fire. How do you want to call that? Got a lot of irons in the fire. There you go. Yeah. Uh, again, I can't talk about just yet. Just a lot of cool, interesting things hitting me out of the blue. But now it looks like somebody else wants me to write a book for them or a series of books for them.
0: Well, you're going to end up in your old age just writing books, man. When are you going to start having fun? Uh-uh. Uh-uh.
1: I have as a matter of fact, I just made a statement a little earlier this afternoon. While I am preparing for retirement, I will bust my tail. And it's all about feathering the nest for retirement. When I retire... There's no more tail
0: busting. All right. Well, so, that's a, that's a good attitude to uh, to have here, man. I may write, Enjoy but it.
1: it's going to be recreational.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Well, uh, you know, one of the interesting things that happened this week, um, we launched. Uh, and many of people have been following us. We launched uh, W5KUB112. It was uh, a new balloon that we launched and. We uh, we actually have kind of set a record for altitude. We've been flying at the, between the 50 and 50, uh, 51,000 feet or 50, 53,000 feet, somewhere up in that area. Uh, and uh, nobody else has really flown up there before. Uh, didn't know if it would hold together or not, but uh, it looks like uh, everything is together, the ants are holding it together. Uh, we had a problem yesterday it did not report yesterday i think we launched on uh uh friday and we got zero reports yesterday when the sun came up and uh we thought that um we thought we lost it that's typically what happens it goes down during the night you never see it again but surprisingly it showed up today over mexico and what's happening is uh, normally, normally. let me show you some pictures here. Um, so let's look at the jet stream real quick. You know, the jet stream, uh, as you get out toward the outer edge, the, the winds slow down. So right in the center of the jet stream, it could be as high as 140 to maybe 250 miles per hour. But as you get to the edge of the jet stream, it starts dropping off pretty good. We're, we're above the edge of the jet stream right now at about 50,000, 51,000 feet. And because of that, uh, the wind's moving about four miles per hour. So we're not going to try to set a, a, uh, a goal of going around the world here uh, uh, X number of times uh, because uh, at our altitude, we're flying. Uh, it's going to take a long time to go around the Earth. Now, if everybody that's been following us uh, uh, knows, uh, most of the winds, there. there's a picture of the jet stream here across the U.S. And you can see the jet streams typically, uh, you know, they go east. And that's typically the route we take through that jet stream and across through uh, us. Uh, uh, Northern Africa, Middle East, China, Japan, and then back to the United States. And uh, those winds right there can get up right now. They're in 125 to 150 miles per hour. The problem, and I don't know that it's a problem because this is where we wanted to be. We wanted to be. We wanted to break the ceiling of of 45,000. Most most pico balloons won't fly more than 45,000. So we're above 50,000, and because of that. We are in because of that. Let's see if I can get uh, winds. West. Because of that, we're in some winds. Believe it or not, the winds are going west. So when That's you kind up get that interesting, when you get it that high, we have lost the jet streams heading east at uh, you know 150 miles an hour. Now we're down to westerly winds at about four or five miles per hour. But that that band of wind does go all the way around the earth in a westerly motion so That's i'm not I'm
1: saying has anybody gone around the world backwards
0: well i i don't know i'm sure somebody probably has now, i don't even know if we will do it i would suspect that we're gonna we're gonna change get into some different wind patterns and we will probably end up heading back to the east if you look at the prediction that um we we were flying uh, there it is leaving Memphis, and uh, you can see the balloon in the Gulf. <coughs> that's where we lost it, in the Gulf right there. And you can see the prediction was taking us in a big circle back to the U.S. That's where they thought. That's where NOAA thought we would be coming back to, uh, back into uh, central U.S. there. But the latest uh, NOAA uh, high split that we've got now, look, this is, this is what they're telling us now. So uh, that's a real interesting uh, pattern. Um, so we're not sure what's going to happen. We're going to head that way. Uh, we're going a long ways west, believe me. This is uh, not typically uh, the way we would go. Um, when we got down into the Gulf yesterday, we were surrounded by a lot of storms down here. I don't know. Is there a hurricane or something down that way right now? Or I don't think so. Yeah, I think one's one. coming. So Last week. so these are cloud tops here, and the arrow there actually points to our approximate position uh, two nights ago where we were. And you see all the red around us. Those storm clouds are uh, as high as 45,200 feet. So you can see if we're flying at 43,000, that would not be good. Uh, in fact, even at 51,000, that is not a great altitude to be to... To avoid 45,000 cloud tops because uh, that wind can the storms can suck you down into them. So uh, that's where we were when we disappeared. And we there was a major solar storm flare or whatever yesterday, and uh, it was uh, very very powerful. And the uh, the HF bands just pretty much stopped working for about eight hours. And uh, so that may have caused us to uh, <clears throat> have an outage yesterday. Also, uh, man, at that altitude, uh, not much uh, UV up there. And we get bombarded with, you know, protons and all those kind of tons, you know. Can you name another ton here, uh, Glenn? Protons, neutrons. he oh, have got electrons, protons, electrons. neutrons. Yeah, yeah. We gamma we get, rays and just we get yeah gamma rays. We get uh, pounded with all that stuff, and of course, we don't know how well our our shielding is in these components to to prevent them from being destroyed. Uh, you well, know, with, I don't think with that
1: they're NASA rated stuff.
0: Yeah, no, they're not. They're they're not. They're really not. So so we were lucky. So. We showed back up uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah, we showed back up today. Actually, when I was eating lunch. I thought we were down and down for the count. And yeah, I did too. When I was eating lunch, uh, I got an email and they it said, it said, "Hey, uh, 112 is back up over Texas now." So, so uh, yeah, we uh, so there's uh, there we were there's the last uh, we saw it uh, at a little over 50,000 feet in the Gulf when it went to sleep. And then, hey, next thing, it pops up right there over uh, over Mexico, uh, heading south uh at at fifty thousand plus, so
1: well, um, the ants just must have been in the mood for tacos,
0: yeah, yeah, and uh I understand also uh you know one of the things that I've noticed is our our solar voltage is is fluctuating going up and down on this thing and I don't know why uh we are I think right now getting a lot of dust storms from the Sahara that's that has come across the gulf and going into uh uh, into mexico uh so it could be we're getting in at some high uh, dust clouds up there which are blocking some of the uh some of the uh um, sun rays you know uh and you see. could
1: also be going so so slow that you're getting fluttering and stuff down on the solar cells yeah
0: it, it's just it's real hard to say what's going on uh, since we're you know, not up at here 200
1: miles an hour you know it's you yeah. know pretty much aerodynamic streamlined and gonna stay in one place
0: so, so I'm not sure what this means. Uh, uh, typically, the end, the end of those uh, uh, predictions. There, the end of that little green. All those are 80 hours out. So, look at that. That's saying that we're 80 hours out from where that balloon is to the edge to the west coast. Not going of, very far. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's 80 hours of flying right there. So, you can see we've got some pretty slow winds uh, out, out there right now. But, you know, our goal right now is to, to experiment with this new 50,000-foot uh, altitude and see how long uh, we can stay up. Uh, I'm not too concerned with uh, going around the world right now. Is I'd like to see this thing stay up, you know, five, six, seven months. You know, so that's kind of cool. where we are. Uh, here's a quick video of the launch. It's about a minute video, and i show you. We had a pretty nice day when we launched it, so here we go. All right, we've got uh, W5KB112 here. We're going to try to get it. The wind's starting to pick up, but there it is right there. Have I got the slack out of the string? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me when you're ready. I guess uh, just let it go anytime. There it goes. we got a good launch. So uh, you'll notice the, uh, the balloon is uh, pretty much empty. It's probably about 20% full or less. And, uh, of course, I that's we because we've got down? to do that to keep the balloon from, uh, from exploding. So all that's mer- measured down to the ground. All the gas lift is measured to the ground. Yeah, I and, can't even um, see in my camera. So, um, you know, if we, just, if we just filled it up and let it go, it wouldn't last very long, maybe, maybe 10 minutes. You know. Where'd it go? So that was kind of the, what the launch looked like yesterday or Friday. Let's see if I got anything else here. I think it's all this. You know, we've we've uh, redesigned our tracker, and uh, we've uh, put a lot of improvements into it. We uh, we added a little breakoff board on the side. We've got uh, LEDs on there that uh, that uh, show us the uh, GPS lock. It flashes every one second with the GPS lock. Uh, We've uh, we've um, uh, spaced the parts out where we can use much where we can use uh, 0603 parts now, which are a little bit larger parts. I'm still putting the 0402 tiny tiny parts on there. The board is a uh, uh, thinner and the board is lighter. In fact, uh, I think the new boards are .6 uh, uh, millimeter, and we've got some new .4 millimeter boards coming in to to try. Uh, we took some parts off here we didn't need, and we've added some parts that we felt like it needed. Uh, for instance, uh, static discharge on the antennas. Uh, in the summertime, uh, we're going to be flying out there in the summer, and uh, there's going to be a lot of electrical storms in the air, and um, we, need, we needed to um, bleed off all that static electricity on that 34-foot antenna, so we, we've incorporated that. So that's kind of where we're going with it Got a cough coming on here Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> oh man <clears throat> let's see what's in the uh let's see what you're seeing in the chat room if there's anything here
1: no uh, not a whole lot
0: well <clears throat> yeah dr slav says there was a solar storm yep not sure if that was what affected us or not, but uh, it surely hit hard on the day that we went missing. And uh, we were already building up uh, 113 ready to go in the air. And uh, today uh, we, we uh, came back up and that was great news. Uh, let's see. YouTube says they're not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming. Uh, so I don't know if any of any you guys are, most of you guys getting our, our uh, video okay, YouTube thinks there could be a problem out there. And I'm not sure why. Uh, everything. Now Mark
1: is... P. wants to know if this board has your call on it.
0: No, I did not. <clears throat> we removed it. Uh, if, you look, uh, if you look here uh you can see that I had to call there but uh no i i'm taking that off we're not going to be flying our call uh i uh, i think i have uh i think i have crashed a tracker before on a russian uh, uh, military base uh in uh in central russia uh i don't particularly uh want people contacting me uh, i'd rather lose it totally uh and you know, in today today's world, let me tell you, Glenn. As little as that thing weighs, it's feather light. If it fell in Atlanta, Georgia, on somebody's BMW, they would claim it scratched it, and they would contact me, and they would probably sue me for what you know, a thousand dollar repair. You know, so
1: oh, that's what insurance is for.
0: Well, uh, I, I'm not sure I have insurance on flying uh, ants around the world right now. You know. <laughs>
1: know you know the, you know, the ants families would be kind of upset if you don't have life insurance on those guys yeah.
0: well' we're, we're, we're taking care of them believe me we you know we're, we're, we've got a secret package for the ants but uh, they're they're well treated
1: so the ants get paid and stuff and yeah. people like me we don't get paid
0: yeah well and ants to make a little extra money the ants always uh, uh, mail a bunch of envelopes uh, uh, in the mail the day they launch. Uh, which would be worth a lot of money if they crash and die, you know. <laughs> so uh, they they always do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's see what else is uh, what else is going on here. Let me look at the chat room and see what's going on. We're going to open the phone lines up early tonight, guys, and uh, I invite you guys to join us. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if y'all have been watching Katie's
1: feed on Facebook. They've had some wicked storms out there lot of hail and they were saying that the north part of yellowstone national park is closed because of flooding
0: yeah and, and, so and landslides i saw a lot of landslides yeah, out there pretty, shut down a lot of the roads Yeah, right now. it's uh it's pretty tough out there um so uh hopefully they're doing okay there and um hopefully uh, katie will be back with us uh, uh next week there um you know uh somebody mentioned the sugar cubes um they have a good supply of sugar cubes ants do and um and especially i mean and we messed it we got a message channel that we talked to them with and when when they were right in the middle of this storm here with the forty five thousand foot uh, clouds we had them throw three sugar cubes over to uh to gain a little bit more altitude and um uh, they did that, uh, and that got us down to the minimum number of uh, 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 cubes that we needed to keep aboard. So the plan was, and if we were going down, it looked like if we were going down or, or if we needed to reduce some more weight, the plan was for one of the ants to parachute down uh, after we got over land, but we didn't have to do that. So we're, uh, we're okay there. Let's do this real quick, and then we'll be right back, and uh, we'll do a few more things here.
2: LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you.
0: Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Be a Field Day leader with ICOM. Field Day is Ham Radio's most popular event, and it's just around the corner. It's June 26th and 27th. More than 40,000 North American hams come together to operate remotely. Contact with nature, contact with friends. With a powerful and high-quality ICOM base station, easily cut through the pileups to get that contesting edge. Our popular IC-705 portable, the IC-7300, and the IC-7610 SDR transceivers are the clear choice for DXers and contesters across the globe. The IC705 is a perfect transceiver for hams who enjoy both the great outdoors and indoors. Our field day. It's a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. And is weighing in at just under 2 pounds. It has a 4.3 inch touchscreen with a live band scope and a waterfall. It runs 5 watts with a battery or 10 watts with a 13.8 volt DC power supply. Integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger and the speaker microphone, the HM243, comes standard. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing the generated inherent noise in different IF stages. It has RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual Digital select. For more information, visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur
3: Alright, well we're back.
0: Glenair is reminding me the field day is June the 25th and June the 26th. Now, you're going to a cat show, right? Yep, that
1: same weekend I will be in Huntsville uh, actually staying maybe a mile or so away from the uh, Huntsville Field Day site there at the Space and Rocket Center.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything planned for Field Day here. You know, uh, some, of, some of the groups I've been going to are kind of boring, man. I don't know. I, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> well, next year I'll be doing Field Day again. So yeah. You can come on down to us. But yeah. this is the the Demon's last show, so... We're going to take them to Huntsville and show that weekend, and that will be probably the last time in a long time that I'll be missing field day weekend for a cat show.
0: Now, where's that? Where's the cat show going to be? Is it in, it, it,
1: uh, it's at the JC Center near the Huntsville Airport.
0: Okay. All right. So get it out there where all those jet engines can kind of make the cats no, stay it's alive. Really quiet. You know?
1: It's a nice little recreational yeah. Facility they got there, nice little place for a cat show. It's it's a fun little show. It's just the weekend traditionally is one of those sweltering hot weekends. It's like you're in the middle of the Sahara. Uh-huh.
0: I'm going to publish. Uh, I'm going to publish the Zoom link and the um, telephone. We'll open both up tonight. Uh, for people let me grab it here so uh, here we go this is going to be you can call in on a telephone tonight or you can uh, click on a zoom link and join us let me get the phone lines up now remember guys we can handle up to 1,000 simultaneous calls and you guys never ever get close to that I don't know what's going on here but I'd like to test the system. I'm not
1: sure you've ever made it over ten.
0: I'd like or to five. test test the system out tonight and see how close to a thousand we can get. Um, I think about the, the telephone system. I have the ring turned down, so I, if you call in, I may not see you for a minute, unless I look over there uh, on that uh, uh, on that monitor over there. Um, uh, the phone system is going to be over here, way over here on the side over here. Let's see who that is right there. That's uh, Adam. We'll let Adam in here. All right, so uh, let's see. Well...
1: There's many Adam standing behind him.
0: Yeah. Trying to get the phones up here. might take a minute. There we go. I think the phone lines are up. Uh, I will also put the, I'll also put the phone number on the screen here, where people can see it. I've just got too way too many buttons here to to press. Let's see who that is. That's Charlie. I think Charlie. Yeah, we're means. not
1: hearing your audio there, Adam. There you go. Now your audio's <clears> coming.
0: <throat> Let's see if I can get the phone number on the screen here. A new phone number. There we go. Um, I think that's showing up. Yeah, that's showing up there. All right. So, hey, guys, you can call out on that phone number right there and then hit the code when it asks you for code. Uh, type in a 407051 pound. Or if you're uh, a young person, that's the hashtag. Uh, something's beeping here. I have no idea what it is. Um uh, so hey, you know, hey, I forgot to mention this guys. I mean, hey, oh, um, and I I've, I've got a lot of uh, people that uh, have mentioned me. They, they told me they're glad that I kept my shirt on, but uh, hey, look at this, man. Look at here. I didn't even know this was going to happen. But there you go. I'm Mr. September. I am Mr. September there in uh, the uh, CQ magazine. And uh and even made the back look. It made the back cover. Look at that, man! I'll well, yeah, see if that I can was, That was
1: pretty impressive. That's a cool little calendar.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. So I guess I'm gonna have to keep my calendar. I mean, how's this work, man? Do you have to keep it on September all the time, or you know, or?
1: Well, I've kept mine, my AWRL calendar, in the office on May. Yeah. And it's gonna stay in May until August when Rodan
0: gets gets on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who we got? We got Charlie. We got we got Adam in there tonight. And Charlie, is that all we got? How you doing, Adam? Say something, Adam. Unmute your mic, He's still Adam. Still
1: trying to get his audio. Okay. Connected. Okay.
0: Up. He'll get it. He'll eventually get it here. <clears throat> uh.
1: Yeah, Adam, you might want to look at the audio selection. Tab next to the mute button, that little up arrow, and select the microphone if it's That's not selected. down
0: at the bottom, isn't it? On, uh, yeah, bottom left. Yeah, bottom left down here. Mute button, arrow up, and you can select your... Yeah, uh, now it's
1: showing you're muted.
0: Yeah. How about Charlie while he's working on it? You there, Charlie? Where, where are you, Charlie?
4: You home? Hello. How are you, everyone? You can m- you hear me yet? Yeah. Where are you? At home. But no camera here with the... Well, I'm on the desktop computer, so... Well,
0: I'm going to... Okay, tonight, this is about the third time you've done this, Charlie, so... Uh, we're going to give you five demerits tonight uh, for not having a camera, okay? Do you, do you know what a demerit is down here in Uruguay?
4: Well, I, I, I guess I understand, but, uh, You don't get a gold star.
0: You don't get a star. Saying. We take a star away, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So tonight you're going to get minus five demerits. Okay. Or maybe, or, or is that plus five demerits? Let's see.
1: Minus five. If you get plus five,
0: you get plus five demerits tonight. Yeah, it's That's plus terrible. five. Yeah. 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 Because minus five would be gold stars. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm getting all kinds of comments on my calendar here. right you know, I have thought about taking the shirt off, but. No. You know, I, I left it on, you know. Let's see who we got here. We got Bill trying to get in. <laughs> Adam, you get your audio figured out yet? Showing you a beauty. Oh, we got somebody. Oh, there. We do I have somebody, we somebody on the, the phone. There you uh, go. see. Somebody is hey, on the phone. <laughs> who? Uh, who's on the phone? <laughs> Wait a minute. Somebody's on the phone. Hello? Hello? All right. The guy in the 956 area code. Don't even know where that one is. I don't know. Yeah, Wait, I think I hear somebody. I think I hear somebody. It's like W 5 b Oh, is it? Down in Texas. Let me see if I can get a little audio. Correct. Well, I don't know why you're so weak. Why the audio is so low. Let me check one more thing here. Talk to us a minute. Well, that's, yep. not, that's not good at all. Am I hitting the right button here? Let's see. Phone. Yep, I've got the right one turned up. His, his, his audio is way down there. Let me try the mic level here and see what. Select sounds. <clears throat> I'll probably get the next guy. He'll probably be real loud, you know?
1: Yeah, that's the way it works.
0: Let's see. Recording. Okay, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, that, I think you said that was WB five B, I think. Yes. Hey, if you will, WVB5B. If you will, try to call back in that number. If you will, I, I think we've got a connection issue there. If you don't,
1: okay, yeah. So you well, got uh, you got the one bad connection out of a thousand.
0: Yeah. Put the
2: put the access code and the number back up. Okay.
0: It's up. Oh, let's see. Select levels. Let's see. Select oh yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Trying to, it's been a while since I've done this uh, I want
5: to I want to say hello to that young man there but Yeah that guy there Yeah the guy
0: with
1: the Fortnite shirt Yeah well let me tell you something
5: I live North of Boston In the state of Massachusetts Do you know anything about Boston? Yeah, the guy with the shirt. yeah well let me tell you something Do you know about Oh business? North oh well. <laughs> I
0: don't. I don't. I don't know. What's, I don't know. What's okay? Well, one, well, he's listening through the delay? Yeah, I can hear that.
5: Somebody yeah, I'm is. Sorry, uh, guys. I've tried to let him listen him on that headset.
0: Yeah. Okay. Somebody has the video on from the show, so you will mute that, please.
2: Um, that's that's me. I'm apologize. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, how hey, how you doing? How are you?
5: He has to ask how you are. I'm doing good.
0: Well good, good. Glad to have you tonight. Where where do you live?
4: Where do we live? Iowa.
0: Iowa? Man, you're way out there. Iowa, man.
5: Yeah. I have to use my headset so you guys don't come through uh, and bleed through, but um use my microphone on uh, the headset.
3: Or please the microphone on my camera
5: and uh-huh. the speakers are my headset, so he can't hear, so I have to relay.
0: Okay, now are you are you on a telephone right now?
5: No,
3: no, I'm on Zoom.
5: Okay, okay,
0: Zoom. okay. Uh, the person on the telephone, are you back with us? Uh, yes, this is
2: WB-5B again. Okay. There you go. I think we're
0: hearing you now. How are you doing, WB-5B? you hearing us okay?
2: Uh, yes, we are. And, uh, yes, we're seeing the balloon on... Uh, uh oh, 20 meters, is, yeah uh the first two days we saw the balloon on uh, twenty meters.
0: okay well, it's still up. You, you should see it today
2: uh yeah, but evidently the 20 meter range is not good or something.
0: Well, I think we had a, a solar flare solar storm yesterday that just took all communications out we We got nothing from it yesterday, and uh we're back in business today.
2: Oh, right uh, right now I am getting very good whisper results on uh, 20 meters
0: uh-huh
2: uh, but i'm I'm not uh, well of course it's dark now right uh, yeah and we're not tran- just, just we're, and, and we're not here.
0: transmitting uh during well during the nighttime yeah. hours so it, it only transmits in the sun yeah
2: okay, well we'll be looking at it again tomorrow morning when it gets Uh, light
0: all right well good hope it's up tomorrow morning i'm hoping hoping
1: well you know at 50 something thousand feet that sun's gonna get up just a little bit earlier than it usually does
0: well i
1: don't know a couple minutes anyway
0: well it's definitely going to be uh stronger once it does get up up there you know (laughs) i mean fifty thousand feet is doing pretty darn good so uh, Mark is saying today uh, it was being heard in Australia. So that's uh, has doing pretty good. You that's know that little ten impressive. that little ten milliwatt transmitter. That thing is running less power than your garage door opener. And yeah. for it to uh, go from Mexico to uh, Australia, that's probably seven thousand miles at least. Uh, that's at least, that's doing yeah. pretty good. Doing pretty good.
5: Even though it's winter down there.
0: Yeah. Also being heard we, in Hawaii. Can, yeah, there's a there's a station in Hawaii that always picks it up. I he's got some great antennas and he uh, he always gets it down there
1: Well, we could do with winter here right now. It was up to 96 today. Oh, hush your mouth. <laughs>
0: it was uh, uh, uh Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, don't I get know. in my
1: car and it's 106. Yeah. On the pavement.
5: Well, I have a friend that- that I served with on Midway Island lives in Olive Branch. Uh he's driving to Massachusetts because he says it's too damn hot down there.
1: Um, I'll probably be hanging on the roof. It is way too hot. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I've never been a fan of this heat, and we're gonna be in that little heat wave for at least the next week or so. Do
5: you have air conditioning?
1: Uh, Yeah, and I even have one of those automatic setback thermostats, Uh and let's just put it this way, it will not get the house to the set temperature probably until about 10 or 11 tonight, and then it shuts off when I go to work in the morning, and uh, it just, it can't can't keep up with these temperatures, Hmm. and it's working great, it just can It's undersized for the house, for one thing. But I mean, it it it's hot. Let's just put it that way. It it's just hot down here.
0: It kind of makes you not want to do anything outside, you know. No. Antenna work. No, I've got no antennas. Go I've I got some antennas I need to work on, and I just don't so want to do get I, out there. But
1: I, I get home and I just grab the mail from the mailbox <clears> and run inside and. Wipe off all the sweat from just running from the car to the inside.
0: Yeah.
5: Well, we ought to ask Mark P. It says it's 80 degrees out there in Ohio.
0: Well, I hear the uh, space station is active, uh, pretty active right now on uh, on uh, two meters. If uh, you guys got a handy talkie or anything, you can probably talk to an astronaut if you uh, you know pull the schedule off and watch for it. We're getting pretty And uh,
5: down in Mexico, where that, where the balloon is, according to my weather thingy here, because it's 93 degrees, so it's a good thing. I look like
0: a little green man down there. Yeah, it did. look like a gummy. Gummy, what are you calling? Yeah, but but the thing is, you know, the ants
1: have their sugar cubes and tequila, so they're pretty well set.
0: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, Chris said about a hundred and six yesterday near Austin.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's
0: that's just too hot. Yeah. I'm used to it as a traveler. You know. You know, I uh, I went through uh, basic training down in uh, San Antonio in in oh, in, in the winter time in uh, in January. I don't I don't remember it being cold down there. To tell you the truth. Yeah man that was that was pretty nice, you know. All right guys, let me put that phone number up there again. if if you want to get some few more people in here on the phone, this is the phone number to use right there. Right, you can click on that link and you can join us on uh, on Zoom. And uh, for everybody out there listening uh, especially on shortwave, this is amateur radio Roundtable, a show about ham radio, shortwave, amateur radio. We're glad to have you tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, you can watch the show live every Tuesday night at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at W5KUB.com. All right. So, Charlie, you you working on any new projects lately?
4: Oh well, n- um, no. Um, I've I've moved my. Uh, my um, my lab from yep. from one place because here at home I cannot put my my, my lab which I also make some repairs uh, for or apart aside from my, my daily work I make some repairs and, and stuff that I have to do for work too uh-huh uh, so I do it in my lab which also has like a a it's where i put all, all also my my hand tools and everything so so i have everything like together there yeah so i've been moving that and i have a lot of things <laughs> I, I, it took me a long time to take everything
0: i'll uh, i'll give you guys a tour here uh of what i'm dealing with here when we moved to this house this house is bigger than my last house but my hand shack got smaller uh, for instance, on my workbench, I had to cut 10 feet off of my workbench, and so I'm pretty crammed up there. I'm going to give you a little tour here of, uh, of the shack and the studio, let you see it. I'm going to try to do it here. Let's see. Uh, maybe this will work. Yeah, this will work. Let me do this. One second. get it all kind of lined up here. Okay. So... So this will be, let me see if I can do it. This is actually uh, the studio we're in right now. You can see we have multiple PCs running uh, for the show. And uh, and our sound equipment over here. And our wireless systems and our uh, compressors equalizers and so forth. Uh, If we go across the room, you'll see the workbench over there. You'll see the workbench. And uh, I've got a few studio lights running in here, so you can see the lights are kind of blinding us. Uh, this will be. This is uh, oh, my messy. I should have cleaned it up. This is my uh, operating position there. Let me get behind the light. So that'll be. Uh, I can't tell if I'm aiming the camera.
5: But you're uh, good.
0: Right or not. But uh, this will be. Uh, This will be my uh, ham radio operating position. And, uh, hey, how do you like my desk right there? That's a homemade desk. Uh, That's uh, Those are uh, the bottom two bases are just plain old, like, kitchen counters, you know, uh, kitchen cabinets. And I cut the little bottom off right there, that little four-inch lip on the bottom. So I've set those in there, I stained them, and I put me a top on there and uh, made my desk. Back around to... Back around here, you can see uh, pretty messy, pretty messy. I hate showing you my messy stuff here. And then you get over here to, here's my remote base. I actually used this when we went to Dayton. This is my uh, remote base right here. I can turn on and and operate from from my phone or from a tablet right here. Uh, I do have uh, satellites also set up here, but my rotors are stuck right now so um, i uh i need to get my rotors down and you can see uh to do the show it takes a lot of cables you can see them and i hey about every month I, I straighten all the cables up i have great cable management you can tell i straighten all the cables up and make them really neat and uh, uh a month later this is this is what they look like So that's kind of a, uh, a little tour of the uh, place here. Yeah, I'll have to do that with the lab
1: one yeah. day. Yeah, let, let you see where the the magic happens.
0: Yeah, we'll have, we need a tour there one day uh, soon.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll even get Godzilla in the shot. You don't hardly ever get to see her. Yeah, we can do
0: that. We can do that. Close the door,
1: Glenn.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's this one. This one cannot stand a
5: closed door. Ah, she'd break it down, huh? <laughs> well,
1: it's it's like you're constantly throwing a bowling ball against the door. Mm. And it's kind of like it's easier just to open the door than it is to deal with it any other way. Because the noise is just sooner or later, she's going to take the thing off the hinges. course she will. <laughs> you know, her sister should figure out how to use the handle
5: <clears throat> Oh, well, she's smart enough
1: <laughs> pop, pop the lock, you know she'll, she'll pick the lock and open the door that way Oh, she she's the smart one This one's the brute force one Thank ah. God it's that way, though Because the other way around could be trouble Because uh-huh. Godzilla's 22 pounds of bowling ball
0: you know, I guess, I guess I should announce, we have we have officially uh, transitioned into the after-the-show show, so Amateur roundtable Roundtable's kind of going off for the night. We didn't have a whole lot tonight, sorry about that, but uh, we're now in the after-the-show show, so here's where we always have a good time right here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been building like crazy, but it's just nothing I can show right now. It's, it's all in piece parts. I mean, I built like two projects for the book this week got them all finished up and packaged and photographed and stuff but you know they're over on that side of the room and they're not in any shape to be brought over to this side let's see i say that see what kind of pictures i have available
0: Man, I tell you, I don't know how gas is where you live, but uh, it's starting to get pretty expensive here. Even when we went to Dayton, every time I'd fill the truck up, it was over 100 bucks. Man. Oh, gosh. You know, I think I'm going to, I need to go get me uh, a, a few cans of gas from our lawnmower and everything. So I'll go fill the truck up and, and get me some gas cans filled. I bet that's going to cost $150.
4: At least.
1: Oh, There's there yeah. no least, doubt.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: The, the gas here has always been very expensive compared even to, of course, compared to, to our places, and, and even, yeah. of course, to the U.S. Yeah. But I think now the, the, the U.S. Caught up, caught up with us, and I think the price of uh, gas is uh, the same or even higher in some places in the U.S., Compared to here and you. Well,
0: we're trying our best to uh, pass you. Uh, we're working very hard to do that. The
4: <laughs> problem is that, that, that income here is uh, lower. Uh, so All right. So so gas for on. us, it's really, it's, it's really like uh, you have to think twice every time you have to to travel somewhere.
1: Well, i yes. doing that now.
4: Uh, Charlie, i got to ask
5: you a question now. Are you talking about. Metric system, or are you talking about imperial system? I'm
4: converting in my head. What History. is it a liter? Uh, a liter is uh,
0: two dollars and sixteen
4: cents. Uh, uh, here in in Uruguay. Yeah, it's about uh, um, because I'm I use uh, diesel fuel, so so. Oh. Oh geez, <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. you you you'd be paying six dollars a gallon up here, there, Charlie.
4: No, yeah, but diesel fuel here it's uh, cheaper than than gas.
0: You know, I I heard this other day, and it's true. Um, <clears throat> gasoline right now is more expensive than cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cheaper. It'd be cheaper just to buy cocaine right now and run fast everywhere.
1: Yeah, that'd work. Yeah, here in Iowa, I think gas is four eighty
0: nine and diesel is about five forty nine a gallon. Yeah, it's about that here. So, what happened? I remember when I was growing up, diesel used to be cheaper than gas, and and now it the, co- the, now the the it premium, costs more. The I wonder.
4: gas price is uh, two dollars for the for the high quality one and uh, for high, high octane one. So it's two dollars, and that's two dollars per liter. Yeah, and a gallon, US. It's a US gallon, two liter. US gallon, two liter. Yeah, so it's three seven. Seven
0: dollars, seven dollars and sixty cents a gallon. Yeah, he's
4: definitely
3: paying more.
0: That'd be uh, that'd be three point eight liters.
1: Yeah, and Tom, the reason for the shift for diesel for us was during the 73 mm-hmm. era oil embargo and the prices started going up. Uh, that's when everybody decided to jump to diesel because it was so much cheaper than regular ah. gas. And then ever since, the diesel has been creeping up and it's no longer the cost advantage that it was at that time. But you've got so many cars out there running diesel and people are still running that old mindset of it's going to be cheaper.
5: Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, what about, that worse? Worse? what about back in the day there when you could only buy gas on a certain day because of your <coughs> license plate? Well, I, let's
1: go even further back and go into the mm. gas wars in the late 60s and 70s. Oh, when 29 a gas cents
5: a gallon. No, hey,
0: hey, <laughs> I, I when know. I was in college, I could buy a gallon of gas for 16 cents a gallon exactly. during, during the gas yeah. wars down here. Sixteen cents a gallon.
1: I remember I got my first car, and it was in 1973, and that's right when that oil shortage hit, and my gas went from 30-something cents a gallon to 70-something cents a gallon. This is a teenage kid trying to get gas for date night, and you just doubled my cost of date night.
0: Well, it's simple, man. You just go around all the gas stations at night when they're closed and drain the hoses. Just put the hose in, lift the hose up. You know, you can get about, yeah. you know, you get a pint every hose you lift up, you know.
1: Yeah. Go, go by every pump and just shake it and get the drops, right?
4: Well, that happened to me once. Uh, I was uh, driving to in Argentina. From, I went from here from Montevideo to Buenos Aires, and I was uh, in already in Argentina across through the through a bridge north of Uruguay, and I was coming down, and I've calculated that I needed to 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 fill, fill my tank uh, midway from the from from the from crossing to Argentina to Buenos Aires itself. So so I, I and suddenly I started seeing that all gas stations. Um, no, sorry. I went to one gas station and the guy told me, no, the The delivery trucks are are on strike. So we are out of fuel. And I told him, it's only, you know, it's all up to Buenos Aires, up, up to the capital. There's no gas anywhere. <clears throat> so I started crying to the guy, No, you know, <laughs> and he said, okay, let's try. So we got a, like a An empty bottle, and started going to all the pumps, you know, and started getting like, like.
0: Yeah, was, you drain the hose.
4: Yeah, out of each pump, and and I yeah. got like, uh, like about uh, three quarters of a gallon, something like that, which uh, uh, enabled me to reach the Buenos Aires. So that was really. Cool. I tried hey, to do the same thing. Here. Yeah, I I've I've run out of gas here in Montevideo once, and I said the same thing. I walked to the, the, the gas station, which was like half a block away, and I told the guy, "Please, uh, I, I I know I don't know for what reason." Uh, I know he told me the same thing. We are out of gas, he said, and I told him, "Okay." Here's a bottle, let's try give me, a, a, I don't know, one liter. With one liter, am I, I'm okay. No. Oh, come on. No. And that's it. So I mm-hmm. have to take an Uber and go home. and. Uh,
1: yeah. What were you going to say, Glenn? I was going to say, if you'll let me share my screen, I've got a
0: couple pictures I can show Yeah, let's here. do that. Let's, let me uh, turn that on. Yeah, you got it.
1: <clears throat> All right, let's see, which one do I want to, here we go let's See. There we go, that's the Code Practice Oscillator project The original version of this just had a 16 character by 2 line LCD display And we've upgraded this to a multiple line color TFT display
0: now, is is that what it's sending? I mean, why why don't you put I, I like it's, to do, it's, I, it's sending random CW. Yeah, I like to do five letter random groups. It you, could you, do that. I yeah. mean this
1: was just, you know
0: send I, it random. I would think you'd get very tired in copying that without a space between each each Well uh, actually
1: that you group. you do, but it also pushes you and yeah. it really pushes your speed up much quicker <clears throat> than the five letter groups.
0: Well, you know, that's the way I learned code back in the early '60s. I recorded yeah, five-letter, just random letters because you can't memorize them. Five-letter groups. You could play that tape over and over and over for for five months and never really memorize it. You know, this and, was
1: actually the second most popular project in the original first book. Uh huh. Um, totally surprised me that so many people were using it to learn CW.
0: And, and the nice thing about doing that is it identifies what letters you're not getting. Right. And you look at the screen and you you're can like, practice That's the one I missed. And then you can you can make you a practice tape with just those letters, man. You know, yeah, you can wear them out. You can out, change yeah. the
1: sketch up and have it have it do whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is actually the electronic <coughs> top side of that board. And uh, you can see how quick and easy a lot of these Arduino projects are. I mean, there's the Nano, There's a level converter to convert from five volts to three volts for the the display. There's a LM386 amplifier Mm and then a 7805 five volt regulator. And then the the header connectors here are for the power connection, the speaker, the the potentiometers, the, Mm -hmm. the thin film display. And that's how I patch everything together. And then they all fit inside That's one of nice. those uh, yeah. plastic boxes you see how everything just shoehorns in there real nice i've got one of those little three-quarter inch size speakers and believe it or not that thing's quite loud oh yeah
0: well especially for it, it, code you, you don't need a lot of quality yeah. you know oh, it's
1: it's it's really nice uh-huh and then there's the thing all finished and closed up
0: well, that's cool. Yeah. There are a lot of neat uh, ham radio projects that you can you that's, can build. That's the
1: new lightning detector module.
0: Uh huh.
1: And
0: <coughs> a couple of random things here. We're hey, go go scrolling. back. Go back one picture. Go back one. No, go back the other way. One more. One more.
1: I, it's slow. Hang oh, on. okay. That one. Yeah. What is that? That is uh, the ESP32, I believe. That's Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. On the board.
0: Cool. That looks about the size of a tracker. Yeah. Here. And then,
1: uh, let's see. Yeah, that's the ESP32. There's uh, my foot pedal arrangement for contesting.
0: Um, Boy, you, know, you, look- you only got two feet, man. You got three pedals. <laughs> uh, what goes? Hey, hey,
1: hey, come on now. Um the the left one is actually I tie these into the uh Yesu four fifty voice memories. The left one sends recorded memory one, the right one sends recorded memory two, oh. and then the middle is my push to talk. Oh man. So it's kinda like driving a car with a clutch.
0: Yeah. That's kinda cool.
1: And then there's a, a different type of foot switch. Just Uh-huh. This this is a project that I have been looking to work uh, to get into ARRL. Let's see what other photographs I've got buried here. That's a close-up of the the level shifter. You feed it in 3 volts on the left side, and it shifts it up to 5 volts on the right side, so you don't over-voltage any of the the components, because 90% of your components these days are the the 3-volt components and yet the older Arduino stuff is 5 volts. This is the underside of that that board so you can see how everything is actually soldered and assembled and why I do it the way I do because you can see how relatively quick and easy and organized it is there on the bottom.
0: Well, hey, uh, I, IOL in the chat room has got a good idea, man. Hey, why don't you use those foot switches to send code? You know, one, one for the dit and one for the da, you know? and make Theoretically, the, uh, you could. Electronic cure, and you could be eating with your hands and everything, you know, and sending code, man, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? Yeah, theoretically, you could. This That
1: was actually the, the lightning detector. One thing you'll notice, I'm not sure I got a good picture. Yeah, here we go. Oops, let's go back. You see on the side of the chip here how it stands off from the board. That is actually a piece of the header socket that is cut down to size. That's a single inline SIP header socket. Yeah. And that way, I build my own little sockets for the Arduino and all the, the chips so that I can pull and replace these in case I burn something out. It's so not a are those pin
0: spacings? Are those pin spacing the same as a IC uh, socket, or are they, the pins yes, too big? Yes, they're
1: the they're the point one inch, two point five four millimeter spacing.
0: So you could actually put a socket there, right? Yes. If You want to okay? Cool.
1: As a matter of fact, if we go all the way back to that um, um, CW generator. The LM386 was in a standard socket. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Oh, there's what the lightning display actually looked like when it's going off. And you can see how this was, uh, I forget what I used this in, but this was, oh, this was in the Magic 8 Ball. This is the actual guts of the Magic 8 Ball. Mm. You can see how tiny Mm -hmm. it all really is.
0: There's the wiring. And there's what your display looks like. You know, pigs can fly. It, it, it just, you, anything can fly as long as you put enough thrust to it. Right. So anyway, that's some of the po- photos we got going on. Well, That's, uh, that's good, man. And,
1: Looking uh, forward
0: to your next uh, write-up on all that.
1: Yeah, cool. well, I mean, that book is targeted for December delivery. Which means
0: it should maybe be out in time for Dayton next year. Oh, we got these I mean, six-meter uh, six operators. Man, uh, I used to love six meters back in the 60s. Uh, oh, gosh, I still is, love six. Six is picking up you know, right here, and uh, I'm starting to hear stuff every day on six meters. And, uh, you know, it, it does not take much of an antenna for six meters, man. You no. Know, no, no eight, I've got a yeah. three-element beam
1: at the top yeah. of the tower for six, and... I dearly love it when there's a 6-meter opening.
0: Yeah. Uh, my 40-meter my delta loop uh, will actually resonates on 6 meters. Uh, but uh,
1: I bought the uh, MFJ 2-meter, yeah. 440, 6-meter beam arrangement. Okay. And that works out. It's like a 4-element beam on 2 and a couple elements on 440. And then it's got the three elements on six, and that's not my primary two-meter antenna or 440 antenna, but uh, it it does real well for a a secondary two-meter or 440 rig, because I got a pair of two-meter 440 rigs over here that are on all the time, and then I've got my 991, which does FT8 and uh, Mm -hmm. six meters until I get the, the new monster wired in.
5: Have you even opened the manual for that monster yet, Glenn? No, I have not. I've just been. That's all. But she has. Oh, I'm sure she. (laughs) It's going to be on it.
1: (laughs) She's already connected the the key and and everything. You know, she she's run the antenna into it. You know. Oh Lord. Oh yeah.
5: Better watch out for Rodan.
1: Oh yeah, she's oh she's claimed it is hers. It is clearly hers. But, uh, yeah, the the talk in the chat room, the way that the uh, lightning detector works is the antenna is uh, enabled uh, at all times unless it detects lightning, and then it will close a relay contact, which gives you a normally open, or let's see, uh, you have a normally closed on the relay contact, so it energizes the relay, which opens up your antenna connection. And it keeps it open until their lightning has not been detected for an hour, and then it resets and re-enables the antenna. And that's that's all automatic in the code.
0: Now, do you uh, have any type of uh, alarm or anything? You know, uh, a siren? No audio alarm,
1: no. But I have that red. The screen changes to red, as you saw on that display. And uh, like I say, it'll reconnect uh, after an hour of no lightning detection. So it's going to assume the storm has passed after an hour? Yeah. So it's, a, you know, and again, you're talking a very inexpensive project that can protect your rig and, and everything else. Mm
0: hmm. Well, that's kind of, well, I did uh, uh, something here from my remote base. When it's turned off, it disconnects the antennas and grounds them. Right. Um, because I mean, if I'm out away from the house or something, and the antennas are hooked up, and a storm comes up, I'm not here to unhook them. So, and I figure if I'm operating, I'm going to know if a storm's coming up in the area. Uh, you know, most of the time, so that works out pretty pretty good for us.
1: Yeah, but as a general rule, like me, you know, if I I was used to be out on the road a great deal, and I have too many antennas to disconnect and stuff, yeah. so that was painful, and that's what gave me the idea to put all that together. Now it's automatic. You know, because that one contact can drive multiple antenna disconnect relays. And uh, Tim Toast, it's using the AS3935 lightning detector module. And basically, it's a smart 500 kilohertz uh, receiver chip a single chip receiver uses one of those little bar type antennas in the am radios of old and they've determined that at 500 kilohertz lightning has a detectable and predictable signature and that's what it detects and it's pretty much immune to static and noise and motor generated noise and it will determine that the noise it heard was a true lightning strike and then it can calculate how far away that strike was it's a really smart chip for about 20 bucks.
0: Well, we uh, had a reconnect on the telephone line there. I guess that's WB5B, or no, maybe it's not. Uh, who, who do we yes, have? It is. is that who's on the phone, WB5B? Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw you drop off a minute ago and then reconnect here, so just want to say hi. So, what do you You're down in Texas, I think. What do you got going down to Texas uh, this week? Anything?
2: Uh, well, we're, we're on Whisper twenty meters all the time, twenty four yeah. hours a day here. Okay. You know, and I got the display so I can see it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, even if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and there is uh, twenty meter activity on Whisper at that time of the morning. Oh,
0: well, that's cool. We've uh, we've really uh, like, used
2: well, a lot of right now. Right now, there's uh, maybe a eight or nine European, Mm -hmm. a couple of uh, South Americans, and uh, a station. I'm using a uh, 350-foot horizontal loop that's only like eight or nine of the uh, uh, Earth, very low
4: loop.
0: Okay. See, there's a guy in, um, a couple out in uh, Hawaii uh, in, uh, uh, Australia they got beverage antennas out there and they can really copy some whisper stuff out there. They usually pick us up always no matter where we are
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's, it it's over pretty over impressive the it, way those digital w- modes w- you know W5 work K- with K- super U- low power. Your, uh,
2: you know the last 24 hours i i can see uh what what uh the where it was copied uh, and evidently you're too close to me right now for me to copy
0: well and, and we're not transmitting we don't transmitting during dark hours we're solar power only
2: no i meant i meant all day long oh, uh, yeah. today yeah. when it was transmitting
0: mhm well i uh, i started building up another tracker i was thinking well hey this has gone down i've got to get another one in the air uh one of the things our show uh, started about two and a half years ago was to try to keep a balloon in the air all the time and uh we've had some good successes we've been around the world a few times on different flights uh we want to go for the long ones though we we, we really want to go for the seven eight nine ten times around and uh um we'll uh someday we'll we'll have one it just takes luck basically luck and good weather and uh we'll get there
1: yeah when oh, I at fifty thousand feet whisper, you kind of took away a lot of the weather issues 100
2: watts i I know that's not correct uh, but you're using that for your altitude or something
0: yeah well uh, we're sending two different whisper transmissions uh, one is the call letters W5KUB, and that gives us uh, the four-digit grid square. And uh, there's also a, a, as you mentioned, a power there. You're probably seeing 50 dB. Well, that uh, that's, that's not player. 50. That's not 50 dB. That's like we're using that, that uh, column to transmit some um, some altitude back. So we take that, and then uh, we send another two-minute whisper transmission. With call letters of something like uh, like uh, 1X8XXX, and that sends uh, back uh, 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 more fine-tuned altitude, and we combine the two together to get the exact altitude. Uh, and uh, also, on the second uh, transmission, we get the fifth and sixth digit grid square, which regular whisper doesn't do. So. We can actually see that we're in echo Mike 55 dB, and uh, we can narrow it down to about a, a two mile square box with six digit. Um, and with that, that second transmission, we also send our voltage. One of the characters there, one of the characters in there, it, it goes uh, A through Z. Uh, for instance, uh, like, like the 1x8, if it was A. If the next letter was A, A through Z, that would be voltage from like, uh, uh, you know, 1.8 up to, you know, 3.7 or something. So um, oh. we're, using, we're using that, combining it here on the Earth uh, with the computer program, and then we're sending that over to APRS, and we're plotting it on APRS with all that data.
2: yeah okay so uh evidently i should i shouldn't be uh when i'm looking for my whisper spot database i shouldn't say <laughs> excuse me i shouldn't say uh, search for call w5kub which i have been doing
0: well no you're you're right there we, we there's two there's two calls that we transmit one is w5kub you got to have that one and then there's another one that's yeah. that's there's a, a second one which is uh, the, the first digit's a 1 and the third digit's an 8. So you got 1X8, XXX. X, X, X. That could be any letter of the alphabet uh, in the place of the X's. So that 1X8 one, one brings uh, the rest of the data to us. And you'll actually see that on uh, Whisper if, um, if, you, if you knew what it, what it was. Now, it's going to change. Uh, it will change from time to time. For instance, if our voltage changes, or if our grid square changes, uh, that 1X8 is going to change to maybe instead of maybe instead of 1X8XDB, it might be 1X8XDE or something like that. So it's going to always be changing. But our program here knows to look for the 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 1X8. It pulls that out, combines it matches the spreadsheet puts it all together uh converts it to real numbers and then we send it to aprs
2: okay well we'll we'll play with that and i was also looking at that thing with the winds aloft and that was uh, bringing some very interesting stuff there too
0: yeah i don't know if you're on our facebook are you on our facebook group you do Facebook?
2: Uh, I believe so. I'm not looking at it right now. Yeah. Well,
0: I was going to okay. say we'll. Uh, I'll post. I'll post the, uh, that uh, second call letters uh, on, in our Facebook group. I'll post it. It might be good for. Uh, <laughs> it may be good for one or two or three or four transmissions, but once it moves into another grid square, that's going to change. But uh, I'll post it, and, and you can look it up on Whisper, and uh, you could uh, you can see it.
2: Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Using a lot of different technology here. That's
0: for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting that we're up at the 50 plus thousand feet. Um, Typically, nobody flies that. Nothing has been able to fly there uh, in a Pico balloon. I mean, you know, these aren't weather balloons. Weather balloons that go. You know, we've flown weather balloons to 108,000 feet or higher. Uh, but uh, a balloon to float, typically there's been nothing out there that will float higher than about 43 to 45,000. And uh, uh, somehow in this flight, we actually kind of broke the glass ceiling uh, with this last balloon. And uh, I, think, uh, I think our best has been 50,000 to 500 and something. So we hope it sticks yeah, so in right it. around there the whole time, you know. It's yeah. going to vary about hundred or two hundred feet from, you know, as it as it moves, but uh, it's going to be pretty consistent.
2: So you're getting balloon data, and you're also getting uh, R.F. Uh, data, you know, uh, uh, both on uh, the two meter stuff and the. Uh, uh, 20
0: meters stuff yeah well actually we're not getting it it on 20 meters i mean on on, uh on the vhf on whisper because we're collecting that data off the whisper database on the on hf and we're converting it and we're sending it through the internet to aprs.fi which combines all that and it it gives you the bigger picture of all the the things Uh like uh speed uh course direction uh solar voltage altitude things like that maybe temperature uh, in fact, uh, uh, na- uh, um, NOAA is using some of the, the pico balloon information uh, to because you know when they launch these weather balloons, they, they don't have a balloon everywhere every minute, and uh, you know it'd be hard to really think that they know what the speed is of the of the wind every single altitude at every single coordinate on the earth. They, they just they can't do it so. I think uh, our data is helping them uh, some way. I don't know how. They're, they must be pretty smart to figure that out.
2: It, it's expanding the thought process, too, you know. You're, uh-huh. You know, we always think of wind right right at, at uh, you know, at ground level. That's the only one we were ever worried about. But all of a sudden, there's all these other winds that are going in other directions, you know. And of course, when you look at some of those models, uh, especially uh, where the Mississippi River comes into play, uh, the wind uh, right above the Mississippi River is uh, doing different things than oh, yeah. uh, the rest of uh, the rest of the wind around it.
0: You know, Memphis is built on bluffs. We're we're about our our uh, elevation this side of the river is about 300 feet higher than the ground on the west side of the mississippi river and um because of that i think when when we get big storms coming through here they're they they're kind of heading northeast they kind of just barely skim by memphis they kind of miss us but they almost follow that river you know up to the northeast and uh
1: yeah they generally split yeah. and go north or south as yeah. it crosses the river
0: yeah uh yeah
1: but the 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 bad weather very rarely will go through the heart of downtown Memphis. Yeah. It'll normally pass north or south. It even passes south of me. And uh I'm probably about ten, fifteen miles south of Memphis, ten miles south of Memphis maybe.
0: Yeah, Tim uh toast said he noticed that the um tracker was showing a hundred watts. Uh believe me, it's not a hundred watts, it's uh it's ten milliwatts. <laughs> 10 milliwatts, and uh, we did one flight, I, I built a 100 milliwatt amplifier, and we did run 100 milliwatts on uh, one of them, I didn't get to try it out much, but uh, um, we try to hold the weight down, and every every tenth of a gram we try to shave off, and uh, I could put a 100 milliwatt amplifier on there for, for less than one gram addition, but... You know, when the tracker's already transmitting 9,000 miles and it's being picked up everywhere in the world, you really don't need that 100 milliwatts. So it's probably kind of useless to even think about doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, at that level, you know, Whisper's such a good, you know, (coughs) method to send that extra 90 milliwatts really isn't going to buy you all that much. Not when you're virtually line of sight at 50,000 feet.
0: You know the um there's there's a couple of bad areas actually that are still own <clears> own <throat> whisper and that's the uh, the stands all those stands over in central uh, south Russia you know Ubekistan and Kazakhstan and all those yeah, stands well, just- they must have something in the sand over there that sucks the signals out because
1: yeah well actually it's more than likely just the you know that first hop of propagation puts you into a, a dead zone.
0: Yeah, it, it when it gets into there, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough, and uh, a lot of people will actually tune in. You know, we'll usually sometimes we will tune into a Russian uh, SDR receiver up in Russia, and we can copy it. Uh, but the stands are kind of bad, although we get pretty good results out of the stands there's the, at the middle of pacific it can get bad at times i guess it depends on the day time of day you're crossing that area whether it's nighttime or daytime uh that's going to affect you know the propagation too
1: well, you also have to realize that it's totally dependent on stations running the whisper <clears throat> receivers that'll let, you know give you those spots on those tracking sites yeah you know, so there just may not be a lot of people running tracking stations in the, the stands.
2: In the uh, 1960s, I had a uh, friend who was balloon-rated pilot instructor. And uh, this guy almost always was able, when he was piloting the balloon, he was almost always able to come back at the spot that he launched from almost every time by uh, mm-hmm. reading the uh, winds uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. and carrying himself back uh, it, it, that was a, a really neat trick i thought uh, oh, yeah. he didn't really need stars <clears throat> like most of the balloons uh, need you know to uh, uh, to go uh, uh, catch them uh, mm-hmm. he would almost At least 9 out of 10, he would always come back to the same spot where he launched. A really great
1: (coughs) trick, I thought. That's some pretty impressive calculations and math right there.
0: Well, you know, when we launched that uh, high-altitude balloon, uh, the one that went up 108,000, it it burst, it came down. Uh, The model that we ran showed us exactly where it was coming down. We launched it up in Tennessee. We knew it was coming down in Mississippi. We we headed down there to recover it. Before it got there, we went to McDonald's. We we had breakfast, uh, and we were waiting on it to come down here. And, uh, you know, it uh, as it hit different altitude, uh, you know, it, it took an hour and a half to get up there. Let's see what we got here. Mark is getting in here. It took us an hour and a half to reach altitude. It popped, and it took another hour and a half to fall. And uh, at the different altitudes, as it's coming down, the wind's blowing different directions. You know, at different altitudes, and the model was so good, the uh, the track, the actual track, matched the model almost perfectly. Hello, Mark. Are you doing Mark?
5: Unmute yourself.
3: Yeah. Forget about that. I was on Google earlier, and it was it was unmuted. So okay. I just want to say hello, and I joined late, so. I do not know if Bill Brown or you have made an announcement uh, uh, concerning GPSL. Concerning what was that? The Great Plains Super Balloon Launch. Oh,
0: today. oh, uh, Bill has announced it. A time or two. I don't have. If you want to, go ahead and. Uh...
1: Yeah, not tonight.
0: Well, you can do it tonight. He can announce it. No, I mean it hasn't been announced. No, tonight. no, no, not tonight. Oh, okay. Bill, Bill's not right. here. So if you want to tell some uh, Mark uh, 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 when it is, that'd be great
3: yeah basically uh due to the this is from bill brown it says due to the super high gas prices and the resurgence of COVID 19 back into the high range uh we've decided to make the gpsl 2022 a virtual zoom event just like last
0: year okay
3: cool all right that's uh, that's cool conference talk will be on july 15th Uh, that's on friday and they'll also be doing live streaming of multiple launches on saturday july 16th so uh, bill's calling for papers at this time if okay. you'd like to give a talk at uh, gpsl 2022 uh please respond respond to the gpsl uh group uh, or bill brown directly and with your talk title and he also says uh, if you plan on to do a launch uh, in your area on july on saturday july 16th uh please post and details of your flight and if you've uh Got an intention to uh do a live release on zoom uh, or stream it uh by all means uh i think that they would want to share that video too yeah but just wanted to kind of mention that uh that just came out today uh, so it's kind of a new a new pre- a new announcement uh about it it's kind of a shame we're not going to be doing it from lafayette indiana this year but uh I totally understand uh, uh the situation behind it there so uh I just wanted to pop in and, and mostly uh, kind of let people know uh, what uh, what changes happened. Well,
0: that's great, and uh, I'm, I'm sure Bill will be back with us probably next week, and we'll we'll talk more about it. Well, uh, hey, what do you think about the ants, man? And the fifty thousand plus that are flying
3: right now. What do you think, man? Oh, that's totally amazing. I I would given it up for dead, just like you had.
0: I mean, I I have been I tell you, I have been trying for two years or longer i i i I kept saying i want to fly 55 and there's a way that i said i know it can be done but man we built balloons we we netted them we did everything they kept exploding in the shop in here and i'm working with some balloon guys out west that professionally do balloons that lift thousands of pounds and 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 they they run uh, you know, a hundred million cubic feet of gas in their balloons, and I mean, they're 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 big guys, you know, and they do balloons for these three letter agencies like uh, the FBI and the CIA and places like that, you know. So I've been really working with them, and we've really been working hard to try to get higher than that forty five thousand foot ceiling that we're all stuck at. And uh, I I don't know, man, I just. I I I I pressurized this balloon. I stretched it, and I'm thinking, man, this sucker's a little big. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, and but it's it's holding up. It's holding up. It's fourth, we're yeah. in the fourth day now. I'm rooting for you, man. <laughs> it's gonna go the wrong way, though. You know, like, you're going the wrong way. You're There's going the wrong way. way. Yeah. So how do how do they know where we're going? You know, so. If, yeah. you, if you, you watch the movie, if you watch the movie, let me see what, what I got. Maybe some people know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'll, I'll put him up, you know, <laughs> you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. That was uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. They were going the wrong yeah. way on the interstate. And uh, they said, well, how does he know where we're going? You know? Oh, man. So anyway, we are going the wrong way. I looked at, man, uh, let me tell you. I mean, you know, the jet stream is pretty good down lower, but I think we're above it. And uh, there are westerly winds at, at that altitude all the way around. So I don't know if we're going to go around backwards or not.
3: Well, you're going to turn it
0: south and visit Charlie. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen here. but Well, it almost looks like it's sort of following the circulation around that
1: high-pressure system, but not if it's predicted to go down to the oh. southwest
0: further well th- this this was the prediction that was the prediction right there but look what they they revised it and yeah that's they, what i mean the revision they
1: is now breaking out of that high pressure system yeah so that may not be the, the steering currents that it's into
0: well well i, I don't know but uh, again i think we're right above it and uh we're uh, we're not catching much wind. That's for sure.
1: Well, you got to have air to get wind, and it's so thin at fifty something thousand feet.
0: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You I, don't I, I, I don't know what happened yesterday, man. I, you know, I, I, I I'm kind of thinking, and uh, some people are thinking it's a solar deal that hit. I don't know. I don't know.
1: That would be my guess. You know, just one of those things because it's at the same altitude as it was before it went quiet
0: yeah you
1: know so it's not like it's bouncing or losing altitude or anything it was just a dead
0: day all right everybody everybody out there you're uh, you're listening to after the show show we're on wbcq shortwave on 7490 hey love to hear from you send us an email tom at W5KUB.com. Tell us where you are. We don't have a real powerful station. We're only fifty thousand watts, but uh, it is heard in a number of countries. So I hope you're hearing it out there. All right. Well, we may we may close the show down just a little early tonight. Um,
4: yes, I must leave. Uh soon or right now yeah (laughs) all right yeah so i have to to move tonight so so okay uh was uh, great listening to you as usual so see you on tuesday
0: all right and remember man get your camera you're gonna keep racking up demerits if you don't
4: yeah i know yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) i'll try
0: all right man okay we'll we'll see good night
4: adios amigo
5: Ciao. Off to Bye.
0: Bye bye. All right. Well.
5: Just out of curiosity, Tom, you heading uh to North Carolina, son?
0: Oh I'm not. I think um. I think Kathy is and the daughters and granddaughters they're going to make a girls trip over. Uh,
5: I I had a candidate on Saturday evening from western North Carolina there. Uh mm-hmm. I mentioned a few places such as uh, uh Tuckasegee. Yeah. Kulowee, and silver and you're gonna you're gonna laugh. He lives in Culloway. <laughs> Does he? No, well, that's just right up the road. Yeah, yeah. I and, and I you, told him, I says <clears throat> I says, now that you passed your exam, I says drive down to Tuckasiji, find Pastor Jeff, and tell him hello for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, well. Jeff Jeff. Where are you Patton. doing remote V E sessions?
5: What's that? Are you doing remote VE sessions? I am, sir. I have 255 sessions since August of 2021. Wow. And I'll tell you, uh, I I have a session every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. There were a couple in the middle of the week next week. I mean, everybody's everybody's foaming at the mouth. They want to get it done before the question pool changes on 30 June.
1: Yeah, that's true, yeah. Hmm. Well, I was able to get my VE renewed because my license, you know, was renewed, and so I got my new ID badge and everything that came in the mail like yesterday. Really? Yeah. Uh, Up at Dayton, uh, they had the VE group there, and I walked up and said, what do I need to do to get this? Renewed, you know, who do I need to talk to or whatever? And they were like, "Give us your call sign, write a renewal on the form, we'll handle it." And that it was done.
5: I, I renewed. I renewed my license in December.
1: Yeah, because you mentioned you know <clears throat> contacting somebody at headquarters.
5: Yeah, I. I <laughs>
1: and before I got around to there, I went to Dayton and they they took care of it for me.
5: I stuck the I stuck the renewal letter on one of my my, my uh, test packages they that, that we did in august and they said that they couldn't do it before uh, 60 days i believe it is from the expiration of the license so uh, they said we'll hold on to it but we'll send it to you <laughs> uh,
1: they're, they're good people yeah it was
5: yeah well i just got yeah. a sticker i mean i didn't I, I i didn't need a new badge but i, got a I sticker i didn't need
1: right. a new badge but they just completely redid my badge for me Really? Yeah.
5: Hmm. Hey, I'm well, special, okay? You must have, okay? impressed. You, you must have yeah. impressed Maria.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I, all I can tell you is the folks on the, the publications and marketing side, we have so much fun when we're together up there, and I'm doing book signings and the meet the author thing. We have so much fun in that little group the whole weekend. So, yeah, it's it's fun. I enjoy doing that, and... We just seem to have a, a big blast in that little corner of the building.
0: Well, hey, Glenn, speaking of fun, man, I, I don't believe it, but Hustle's coming up soon. I know. I've got my man. forum about
1: 99% done. <clears throat> Matter of fact, you <clears throat> saw a couple pictures from the forum in my little slideshow earlier, <clears throat> but I'm not going to make an effort to point them out to you. But. Um, yeah, I've got that PowerPoint about 90% done. I'm ready to go. It's going to be an all-new forum that nobody's seen or heard about. I mean, yeah, I'm the yeah. only one that even knows what it's about at this point, and I'm trying to figure out how I can word the forum description without giving it away. Because mm. it's, yeah, it's going to be, be a hard. big,
0: yeah. big
1: surprise, and I well, highly recommend that you... Uh, <clears throat> probably want to video that thing and use it as a segment because it's not going to be an arduino presentation that anybody has seen before
0: we will try to do that and maybe somebody here in the chat room some of our friends that are going to be there in huntsville with us can help us with that and be the cameraman and and go into forum and get that for us and then hey we'll even play it back live uh, a little later that day you know but uh, cool. man, I need to start getting uh, prizes lined up. We're going to do big, uh, big hustle again this year, guys, and uh, we'll have a, a lot of prizes we'll give away. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun. So, uh, well, I'm that's, planning that's to stay
1: over through Sunday.
0: We do two year. We always stay through Sunday now, so we're not in a rush out, and uh, yeah, it's a nice having an extra day there. Yeah, I'm going to go over Friday and spend Friday at the Space and Rocket
1: Center. And then do the ham fest Saturday and Sunday morning and then drive over after the drive home after the Sunday drawings.
5: What's that, a uh, five-hour drive to you then? Go no,
1: on. it's about four hours, three three hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, it's not far. And uh, Rodan's getting her VHF UHF rig brought home from Huntsville. And she's decided that the FT-101 is great for HF, but she wants a new satellite setup. up. So she's going to get herself an ICOM 9700 There at uh, Huntsville Oh lord (laughs) I've got the antennas And the rotor and everything I just don't uh, Well I sold my Yesu FT847 And uh, it was in preparation For the 9700 So that's going to come home with me From Huntsville But I'm going to be staying over you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Huntsville. This trip, just taking it real nice and easy and relaxing.
5: Did you get in the Von Braun Center? I mean, the yeah uh, embassy. No,
1: they required like a three night stay. Uh uh-huh. It's two hundred something dollars a night. Yeah. And I'm like, I can st- I'm going for the cat show here in two weeks, and I'm staying at the La Quinta down near the Rocket Center, and it's like. 80 bucks a night and i'm like i love the von braun center but i don't love it four or five hundred dollars a weekend more
5: I, I mean i stayed at the Homewood the suites down there on gallatin street there yeah um it, it was a five maybe ten minute walk to the yeah. van braun center and i i didn't yeah. worry; the car was there and you know, but the prices uh, just, on
1: all of those hotels in that area are through the roof this year.
5: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that that new got, one there across the street finally uh, built. They,
1: I believe it is, but its prices are through the roof as well. I'm sure. So I'm just going to stay down the road there, <clears throat> down near the Rocket Center and the and the hotel complex that I know, because I've been going there for the cat shows for years, and I'll you know the breweries there at the. The rocket center and whatever, and I'll get an eighty or ninety dollar a night room instead of a two hundred dollar a night room, and that'll me by, you know, let me buy more stuff at the ham fest. I mean, I love you know the embassy suites. I dearly love you know the walk just across to the show hall, but not two hundred dollars a night worth. That's a little that's a little pricey. And there's a three-day minimum. At that time, I hadn't planned to stay three nights. And even now, I only plan to stay two nights. You know, I mean, it was three-night minimum, and I'm like, forget this. I don't know what planet they're coming from this year.
0: They're building a new one there that's going to have a walkway connecting in like the embassy. Yeah. Hopefully, it won't be as expensive, and maybe the
1: Embassy Suites will try to be a little more competitive. But this year, they're not even trying. Yeah. Which is a shame.
0: We'll go down Thursday. Let's see. Yeah, we'll go down Thursday. Yeah, I'll go down first thing Friday Friday morning. Friday is set up. So, first thing Friday morning, I'll just jump in the truck, pull it around here, and pull it inside, and we'll be set up by 830 Nine yeah.
1: yeah. See for me it's just I leave the house, you know, right after breakfast and mm-hmm. get there probably about eleven or so and spend the afternoon there at the Rocket Center and then go to the hotel.
0: Yeah.
1: At least that's what I did last year. That was that's a lot of fun. I mean I've been to the Space and Rocket Center, you know, a couple times now. But there's always something new or something you missed the last time. Mm-hmm. Plus it's just a cool place to hang out.
0: Well, I need to call our friend, uh, astronaut Doug Wheelock, to see if I can't get him down to Huntsville. Uh, You know, he's been going to Dayton with us the last eight years, except we didn't do anything this year. Yeah. So I'm going to see if I can't talk him into coming down to Huntsville. He took his helicopter training in the Army there at Redstone, there at Huntsville. And uh, NASA's got a lot of stuff going on there at Huntsville. So uh, he, he should be able to figure out a way to get a business trip down there, you know? Yeah, that'd cool. be fun. So, Doug, if you're watching the show tonight, man, we want to see you. You know, I got a place in the booth. So I'll, you know, come on down.
1: Yeah, Huntsville is definitely one of my absolute favorite ham
0: fests. Yep, mine too. You
1: know, and I love the fact that it's all indoors and air-conditioned, so yep. you don't have to be out in that heat at all, you know, so... It's it's that's that of the you know of Dayton and Orlando, that's the only one that's completely air conditioned and Mm. I dearly
5: love that. There's a rocket center right there. Two thousand nineteen. Yep. Joe Eisenberg and I Joe Eisenberg and I went down there on Thursday. They actually
1: let you on that little moon rover? Hell yeah. Surprised you didn't steal it.
5: Wow. <laughs> no, there there was a guy there with the gun. <laughs> oh, man. oh
1: man. But yeah, they've got some cool things. I like the uh the Apollo capsule they had that you could actually climb into.
5: Right.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> that was pretty slick. And out back, you know, they've got the lunar lander out in the asphalt. And that's how you know that they fake the moon landing because you can see the grass growing, out of the asphalt on the moon lander, out back. That's where they filmed it.
5: But uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I love that little outside exhibit though. That you can see that Saturn V rocket, you know, from miles away. You're coming into town. Mm-hmm. I'm coming in from the west, and as soon as you see that, you're like. We're almost there.
0: Yep. All right, guys. I think we're going to probably shut it down. We're about 10 minutes before we normally, oh, normally close. Nice little kitty. There you go. We're going to go ahead and shut it Mine down. Mine gave up and ran off. Thanks to everybody that's uh, tuned in tonight and watched us. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. We had a good time with you tonight, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Come back, yeah. Eight o'clock yeah, take next care Tuesday. Now. I will we'll see you. Good night, everybody. And hey, uh, tune in tomorrow. To see if uh, uh, W5KB112 is still in the air. We got our fingers crossed. I mean, it, we're we're flying in some critical areas here at fifty thousand feet. Uh, this typically has not been done, and we just don't know how how long it'll hold together. But uh, it's it's held together for three or four days now. So. Uh, we we've got a good chance that it it, we may be able to keep it together there.
1: Seventy-three, yeah, to everybody. Would be nice if it stayed up for a while. Catch yeah, you
0: later, seventy-three. We'll see everybody. Good night, everybody.
3: Hello. everybody.
0: Let's see. I'm gonna run a video. I think. Let me run a video here. Right at the end. Let's mm-hmm. see. What have I got here? Ah, oh, here we go. Let's. No, wait a minute. I got a good one here somewhere. <laughs> here we go.
1: So you're saying I can ask this cat any question? If the cat
5: is connected to the computer. You just type in the question, and it to read his mind. There the answer comes.
2: You're the man.
4: I've been looking for this for weeks. So, so you're saying you I can ask this cat any question? cat
0: Glenn is there, so. Oh, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right, you night everybody. We're gonna we're gonna shut it down. All uh,
1: right. See you later. Next uh-huh. week.